Hi, welcome back to the Quality Cut Life Podcast. My name is Imani, and here we talk about how to live a better quality of life for young adults, how to make your own decisions, and how to create the life that you want to live instead of letting other people tell you how to live. Today, we are talking about how beautiful it is to be a non-traditional millennial or a Gen Z or X or whatever you are. <laughs> um, because, you know, a lot of times people will poop on our generation and we'll talk about how um, distracted and how we can't do this, we can't do that. You know, we're no good and we don't play that around here. So thank you so much for listening and let's get into the show. All right, what's going on? Welcome back to Quality Cup Life. Um, Today, what I have in my, well, I don't have a cup today, but I have water today. Drink you some water today, please. Flush, flush yourself out, please. Um, And today on the podcast, I just wanted to talk about the non-traditional millennial or gen, I think gen X is the one that's right below it. Because I'm 90, a 96 baby, and some sources put me in the millennial category, and some people, and some sources take me out, and the, and the cutoff is 95. So whatever it is, we are non-traditional, or some of us, a lot of us are. And what I mean by um, non-traditional is that we just, our kind of generation, or the last, or those two generations have really switched up the game and really made some really large strides and movements and changed the way the world works. And we have this really unique perspective because we have experience with before the world got completely changed and we know what it's like now, if that makes sense. So generally speaking... The cool thing about being um, non-traditional is that we've done stuff like started to prioritize our well-being, meaning like our mental health, our physical health, emotions, because, you know, back in the day, people were knowing their feelings and went on their emotions, which that has its place. But like, but like when there's sometimes where you need to address your emotions and you need to talk about stuff, whereas a lot of people didn't talk about their issues. They just kind of swept, swept it under the rug and never went back to visit them and to address them and get themselves some help and never went to therapy or anything like that. And then another cool thing that we've done was we kind of popularized talking to strangers on the Internet, really, because I remember when... I was like young, maybe like maybe like 10 or and younger or whatever. And even maybe a little bit older than 10. Of course the internet was around and stuff like that and I was used to getting on the computer, but it was dangerous to talk to strangers on the internet because, you know, they had the show to catch a predator and um Dateline and all that stuff like that showing where young teen girls or boys or whatever were talking to random people on the internet and they ended up being like 50 year old men you know really big guys fat guys who said you know who live within their mom's basement and they come over and you know rape them or kidnap them or you know just crazy stuff like that whereas it's pretty normal now 
you got Facebook, you got Instagram, TikTok, like people talk Twitter, like we talk to strangers all over the world and it's kind of considered normal now. We've talked, well, we've made like money topics that were kind of taboo or unheard of, kind of like stuff like passive income that's talked about all over the internet now, whereas... And it went from, you know, things from the internet to talking about them in real life. Whereas, you know, when I was a kid and even before I, you know, before I was even born, I'm pretty sure in, you know, lower class and middle class type of environments, passive income wasn't really a topic. It was you go to work and you go get a job. That's (laughs) and that's it. And you put in for the 401k if you have a 401k and you collect your social security, your social security that's it. Like there, there. What is a passive income? You know what I mean. There was no. There was a barrier for a lot of people, where that barrier has been kind of broken down. And then a lot of another thing is that, which is an, another really non-traditional thing, is monetizing your online content. And it's pretty crazy because literally every and anybody is online, and that goes from kids to like seniors, and a lot of kids. Or like millennial and Gen Z, man, making bank on the internet, just making stuff. It ain't even got to be nothing serious. They could just be dancing and having fun and blow up on the internet, or telling their stories and blow up on the internet, or doing makeup, different makeup looks and blew on, blowing up on the internet, stuff like that. Doing skits, blowing up on the internet and making and making bank and doing what they love and doing it just for fun. And I used to watch people my age when I was in high school, and I was so fascinated by the fact that they were my age, and they they were blowing up on YouTube and making a bunch of money, and they were able to when they when they turned eighteen, they were able to move out of their house and move to LA, you know, and live their dream life or whatever. And that just that really used to I used to be like wow, and I used to love to watch their stuff because I was like wow they're really doing this like this is this is wild to me that's crazy um people like for example i used to watch um gen x pen or uh our second life it was like a group of i think like five guys and they like all moved in the house together and they would kind of like film different challenges or whatever and it's and they're all around my age or like people like fun for louis louis older but Louis, literally, his YouTube channel was him traveling all over the world, him just vlogging it. Like, that was it. And I was fascinated. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Or even Swoozy. Swoozy, like, blew up on the, on YouTube for just telling stories about his life, like, things that happened in his life. That's it. <laughs> that's literally it. And um, And he did a phenomenal job at it. So I think it's just dope that we have just made it cool and made it popular and made it well known that hey you can there's no secret anymore you can make money on the internet doing what you love or not just money on the internet but just you can do what you love period and make money so yeah and then um another cool thing about this these two generations is that we've made it cool to be entrepreneurs whereas like um my mom's generation or like maybe the generation between me and my mom 
you know, or even before her, you tell somebody you're an entrepreneur, they like, oh, you know, they assume you ain't got no money. They like, well, where your job at? You know what I mean? You don't got no job. Oh, you broke. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas now, if you tell somebody, you're, if you tell somebody, oh, I'm an entrepreneur, they might be like, oh, so you got money. You got money. You know what I mean? Ooh, you got money. <laughs> so it's like a whole different dynamic. And then another thing that I love about being non-traditional in this generation is that we've made it popular and practical to live a healthier lifestyle. And mostly we've done that through like the internet, um, the big boom on the internet, and also through magazines and things like that because it wasn't, you know, cool maybe like 10, 15 years ago to be healthy, to be a vegan. Vegan? What's that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Vegetarian? Oh, you're a vegetarian? Oh, you don't eat meat? You know what I mean? That wasn't as popular and it wasn't cool. It wasn't like celebrated. You would look, you know, you would kind of get in the side eye. Like, mm, yeah, okay, you don't eat meat. Especially, you know, you know, especially from where I came from, you know, being around a bunch of black people, we really, they, we was really look giving people the side eye if they say if they was black and they said they were vegetarian, like, yeah, okay. Like you know what I mean? How you how you eat at your at home with your family and you the only vegetarian? Like your whole family vegetarian? Huh? You you know, it was it was kinda unheard of. And I just think it's so cool now that of course you can be vegan or vegetarian and still eat unhealthy, but you have um, it's more encouraged, I think, to eat healthier and eat more vegetables and things like that. Whereas, um, without that, without those trends, a lot of people just, you know, do a lot of fast food and processed foods and things like that. And we all know, or we should all know that that stuff is extremely unhealthy. And, um, and that's just the really dope part about it. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of things that I've just named that are really cool about what we what we've changed in our generations then there's like a basement to there's like pits in the in those things those there's like pros and cons and there's also pros and cons to to being traditional because some traditions are very helpful and they're there for a reason and they're the reason why we've survived and why we thrive today and so there's some things that are very good about traditions especially those traditions are rooted in very great like points you know what I mean and you're never gonna you know just be able to get away get away from all traditions you just have to look at the root of it and then also look at how the way it expresses itself because for example like the tradition of I'll say men and women when, you know, back in like maybe like the 50s, 60s, 40s or whatever, men like paid for everything in the household, paid for all the kids, expenses, the wife, everything. And the wives a lot of times stayed at home with the kids and make sure they were fine and everything like that. Whereas now a lot of people have gotten out of that tradition and... 
women are out in the workforce, you know, working now and which is great because men aren't the only one that has have skills and have gifts. Women have those as well. But it I think what's rooted in that tradition that's great is the guy being the provider because, you know, men can't carry and sustain, you know, life what a woman does and a woman can't really not can't but it's harder for a woman to be able to sustain her income and still work while she's in a later term of her pregnancy or right or around or right after she's given birth her body still needs to heal and rest and she needs time to you know take care of the baby and bond with the baby and so it is good for a guy to still be able to her husband or whatever to still be able to provide and to and sustain things in the household if something like that occurs you know what I mean especially if that couple wants multiple children there's there's good a good route for that and so I think you just have to kind of take a look at things and don't just bash tradition because some people just you know kind of just bash traditional stuff and I, I you know I don't really agree with that I think it's cool to listen to both sides and you know make a a what's the term it's an educated guess. That's the term. It's an educated guess. And the cool thing about Quality Cup Life, this is a non-traditional way of looking at life and how, and operating. It's rooted in some tr- very great traditional foundations, but it's expressed in a lot of ways in non-traditional ways. And that's like a very sweet spot to be at because you can see both sides and be able to make your own decision instead of only seeing one side and going with that without you know never asking any questions and never assessing where you are and what you want to do for yourself and so i love it here if you love it here consider subscribing comment down below what are some traditions that you are here for or not here for if you're on youtube and feel free to also share this with a friend if you found this helpful thank you so much for listening and watching and i'll catch you next week bye